0: All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us today for a special edition, special, special edition of DOG. We're going to be covering a uh, a very topic that's very near and dear to our hearts or assholes, depending on how you want to phrase it. Uh, the new Star Wars uh, came out, as you guys, I'm sure you know, uh, The Last <sighs> Jedi. Uh, LT was not impressed, so no. I'm sure we'll get his words shortly, but... Before we get into that, in the very traditional fashion that we are making here at Dog, we are drinking. <laughs> and what are we drinking, LT? All
1: right. So um, this week on Bartender Weekly, we are going to, uh, I guess, would say our, I, I guess, would be our favorite uh, Scotch at the moment, or at it, least it's it, mine. it's
0: top five. I say it's top yeah. three. I think easily.
1: it's my is my my favorite at the moment. Uh, my favorite drinking Scotch. And that's the uh, Glen Deveron, 16-year. So just a little background on the Glen Deveron. uh, From the site, it says, Glen Deveron, Scotland's most easterly distillery, lies on the rugged coast of of northeast Scotland by the banks of the River Deveron. The coastal landscape lies within the Highland region, for single malt whiskey, Glen Devron crafts its malts in a traditional way using copper pot stills, fine malted barley, and pure
0: spring water. Pure spring water. Now, also on the uh, on the website, it says uh, this is part of the Royal Bird Collection, where they mature our whiskeys using generous amounts of fine sherry oak cast to produce a fuller and fruitier taste, the subtle Taste is marked by flavors of fine toasted cereals and apple. I guess you could taste a little bit of yeah, apple. You definitely taste yeah. apple. Uh, as the whiskey matures, it is joined by more complex notes t- notes of roasted nuts, exotic fruits, and eucalyptus. Ooh, maybe that's why we like it so much. <laughs> the extended maturation, uh, yeah, the extended maturation uh, of these malts received in cask. The youngest is 16 years, then 20 years, and all the way up to 30 years. Uh, I have tried the 20-year. I've I've had a bottle. I, yeah, I, I think, I'm gone. I think I, it's gone now. I bought it for you. I think it's you. gone now. I know. It was, a, it was a gift. Yes. It was delicious. It was. You really also drank weapon. half of my gift. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have yet to try the 30-year, which... I think we could use that for a very special occasion.
1: Well, given that's what that that bottle goes for, what two hundred euros right now? Yeah,
0: and by the looks mm-hmm. on the pictures, it's much smaller.
1: Yeah, that, I noticed that too. I was like, man. So the thirty year wow. is the most expensive in the smallest bottle. Hey, man. Yeah. You know, hey. I guess good things go in uh, small packages.
0: So. Well, uh, that's what she tells me. <laughs>
1: so uh, to kick this off, uh, we're we're gonna be talking about a Star Wars and so we're gonna I propose a toast uh, because I'm gonna need a drink to get through this movie so the toast <clears throat> here's the panties they're not the best thing in the world but damn close to it cheers to that <laughs> oh
0: yeah smooth just smooth yeah that is like really really smooth I think um so that is why this is one of our top three top five no, easily it, it's of our of currently,
1: it's currently my favorite like that's I'm not saying that is the absolute best but like for if i'm gonna go out and say hey i need a scotch real quick or i just want something to drink on that i know for sure is a known good i'm gonna pick this
0: yeah i mean it's definitely a stable it's a mainstay yeah yeah um the one we had on last time the doublewood 12 yeah that is quickly rising in my top five that was really good i'd like to have that again okay so a little bit more about the whiskey it is uh from the mcduff distillery which is um the like i said earlier the easternmost distillery in scotland and it is way over way east of inverness which we talked about last time yes but uh it 's right on the uh, the river Devron on the also on the coast of uh the North Sea, so North Sea and the river Devron and uh it 's actually had a lot of history of the name, so the name is constantly bounced between the Mcduff distillery and the Glen Devron distillery, so that kind of caused us a bit of confusion when we were doing some research on it
1: yeah, because i wasn 't sure we weren 't sure if it was actually a thing because there's also um Another distillery found that's called the Devron, so that added to the confusion as well. And it's not associated with them, um, but uh, yeah, so uh, the names bounce back and forth, and then eventually it has been purchased by uh, Dewar and Sons,
0: yeah, John Dewar and Sons, yeah, yeah.
1: Dewar's Dewar's. You say Dewar's or Dewar?
0: I say Dewar's, Dewar is like almost Duar. French, which I wouldn't. I want to make those guys French.
1: <laughs> D'or, Dor. Okay, John Dor. Sounds too much like John Deer But uh, <laughs> D'or, uh and Sons and um, the Glen Deveron 16, um, the Royal Burr collection, uh, I think is probably one of their best that they come up with. They actually uh, have several whiskeys that well, I'm pretty sure we're going to get to at some
0: point. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, yes, we will. All right. And also as uh, just like last time, whenever you hear a clink, that means that we're drinking because of the metal cubes in our glasses keeping it nice and chilled. Um, but uh you should be drinking with us. You really really should in order to appreciate this podcast and all of its tender glory. Um, also we want to know what you guys want us to drink. What um what liquors, what cocktails uh yeah, you know, we are. F- I don't want to say full blown alcoholics, but we are functioning alcoholics. No,
1: I'm a high. I'm a high, high
0: functioning drunk. High functioning drunk. Yeah, okay, alcoholics
1: have to go to meetings. So the <laughs> oh, difference between go. an alcoholic and a drunk is that an alcoholic needs to drink. A drunk wants Funs. to
0: drink. Right. Uh, yeah, I could I, c- I can see that. Yes. I could see that. That definitely um, describes <laughs> us. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, because yeah. we yeah. want to drink. We want. To, that's why we drink every podcast. We don't need to do it. <laughs> I know we, we want, want to. to. Yeah, I, I thoroughly, I think I, the, I think I enjoy the bartender weekly segments more than the actual <laughs> podcast. Well, that that actually is in uh, mood for yeah, the oh, podcast. Oh, it definitely lubricates. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like we said earlier, guys, we are going to be doing a special uh, Star Wars uh, theme right now. Um. So back in December, uh, the Star Wars The Last Jedi came out and it's it had actually hugely mixed reviews because critics gave it a very, very high score and user ratings gave it a very, very low score. Yep. Uh, which after watching it from being a definite uh, Star Wars head myself because uh, I've...
1: Well, let's really describe, you know because a lot of the, a lot of the criticism to the negative uh, critiques of this movie or negative reviews of this movie are people going you know like oh they're not real fans or they're trying to sit there and demis- dismiss people and I'm like
0: well who's trying to dismiss who
1: well you have so one you have the uh the backers you have Disney and and uh Ryan Johnson uh, Rain Johnson and uh Others trying to de- dismiss criticism as as uh, upset fanboys and stuff like that, and even Kevin Smith weighed in on this argument here recently, uh, basically saying that the f- the quote unquote fans uh, using it in a negative light were uh, the reason they don't like the Last Jedi is because it didn't make it didn't meet their expectations, and not really stepping back and seeing like no, this is actually a a very poorly written mo- movie
0: i i agree as a, even as a um a part of a trilogy it 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 didn't fulfill that second it didn't like okay so as a part of the trilogy i get it there's still still more answer uh more answers to the questions that have been raised during the this trilogy but i didn't see what what that questions they were
1: answered what? Uh, Other yeah,
0: than. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's still time in the trilogy to answer. Like, there's still a third one, yeah. you know, to, to, to wrap everything up nice and neatly, which I don't see them happening because this was their chance to have everything as a clean slate. They essentially have separated themselves off from the entire, uh, uh, I will say, prequels, the entire six movies, seven movies previous because now there's no Leia, there's no Skywalker, there's nothing. Yeah. So um, now they're all on their own. Um, But there was just a lot a lot wrong with this and actually I actually have a list that I want to go down and uh, it all kind of starts with the last movie so so let me let me kind of run through that so recap of the character development because that's 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 a big crutch for me is that there's no character development in any series any movie anything you automatically lost my interest and I think it's shit right mm-hmm. especially when you have like a person who's supposed to be a badass and he's not a badass, and he never grows to be a badass, it hurts. And I don't want to watch it. (laughs) Right? That's that's like watching Die Hard, and John McClane is just stuck in the fucking vent. (laughs) Right? So, recap of character development from TFA. So, essentially, Rey is a god. And has no character development. She doesn't learn how to use the Force. She doesn't know how to do anything. She just... Knows how to fight, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's no kind of montage moment where it's like she gets it, you know, there's none of that kind of like inner thinking or anything like that. You never see that, uh, and that kind of makes her a flawed character, in my opinion. Well, and just written poorly.
1: That's generally what we, you know, and uh, I know people um bandy this about, but that was the the term most people use is a Mary Sue, you know, the Mary Sue character is, is the character that doesn't really. You know, is good at everything. Doesn't really face uh, any hardships or any any true challenges. And right. the problem with such a character, and, there, and there's a male. I think they it's called, whether they call it a, a Gary Suss or something like that, for the male character. But characters like that are never interesting. They do usually don't last long because it's kind of one of the problems. Like I I usually call it the Superman problem. Right? How do you make Superman an interesting character when everything you build around Superman makes him unbeatable? Right. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. You have to have some kind of weakness or crucible moment. Right. You have right. to
1: have something. And remember, the only reason that kryptonite was introduced as Superman's weakness is because um, the uh, the radio, the people who were doing a radio uh, show needed a break. So they're like, oh, we need something to sideline them for a while. So we're going to invent kryptonite so we can get a break. But if they would have if that wouldn't have happened, Superman would have been, you know, a, a very uninteresting character. Yeah,
0: much like Ray much like yes. right um also so um finn though finn i thought was the only character with an actual story yeah it showed him as a uh, and he's like essentially a, they try to make him a um a main character but he's kind of like a sidekick even really because yes. i mean he's a non-force user he he and uh he has almost. He, he's like essentially the Han Solo equivalent, right? I mean, it's, let's let's talk about. It. He's 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 supposed no, to be the Han Solo. I
1: wouldn't. No, I wouldn't even say that. So it, I would probably put Poe Dameron as the Han Solo, the roguish, mm, hothead okay, sort yeah. of the, the thing I had. So the problem I had with the uh, the Force um is that they, Finn was used, and, I, and don't get me wrong, I was actually really excited to see Finn because I wanted to hear his story.
0: Yeah, you know? and I thought his story was actually really interesting yeah. as like a defector, like, because you actually see his struggle, him not wanting to go through mm-hmm. with the murder of innocent people, and then his de- like, he defects and releases Poe, and then they escape and he tries to join the resistance. Like, he actually has an arc. He actually has yeah. the dilemma. He actually has all these character building moments, and, and you don't see that
1: until. So I, I say that, you until, that until you he meets
0: Ray, right? Because well, I, I, because that's when he gets into her story arc. Right. Though, I he think.
1: becomes her purse puppy,
0: right? The sidekick, yeah. The side. Well, not just and the sidekick. The, 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 just the bumbling the sidekick.
1: Is just that you know. He he is yeah. Well, I wouldn't say you know, I don't know. Say bumbling, he, he, he was pretty bumbling. Yeah, he, uh, he was a bumbling. So he he meets Ray. You know before like the 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 story between him and Poe was really interesting. Like you know you saw him bond. You know just like everything you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he meets Ray, it's like okay. Well now it's Ray time to shine, and he's going to be the 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 first puppy. And I'm thinking like because think about it. Even when he gets in when they get in the fight, you know the 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 the, the famous traitor. You know, yeah. fight and everything like that. You know, that was cool because it showed him actually having a struggle in the fight. Think about Ray. Ray just picked up a blaster a couple of you know uh scenes ago, and then she's already like just yeah. taking people out. And yeah, like when
0: it, when Han Solo asked her, like, "Do you know how to use that thing?" Yeah, I know how to use it. And then like he had to correct her, like, "Don't yeah. fucking point that thing to me, right? You should know how to use this." Um, Definitely, but I mean that—that's kind of like the character development is so hidden and it's so internalized. I think that the viewers aren't able to to see it. Like, it's just like, how did you all of a sudden like become extremely proficient in lightsaber combat? You know. Yeah. So anyway, keep moving down that list. So, uh, also from um, uh, the Force Awakens, uh, Snoke. Right. So Snoke is the overarching. Uh, Darth Sidious, or the the overarching like the top Palpatine. dog, right? The Palpatine esque figure, uh, and you know nothing about him, which is cool because it definitely you should be learning about him throughout the trilogy. I thought, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know that did not happen much. You didn't learn anything about him in the uh, in the sequel or in the uh, the Last Jedi. And then also you learn that Kylo is conflicted between light and dark, which I thought that was a very interesting storyline because it allowed him a very dynamic range. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, w- did I like the character of Kylo Ren? <sighs> uh, that's debatable. You know, like I I think it I... allowed a lot of character development for him because he can go either way and have a really interesting story.
1: So I liked Kylo Ren in yeah. The Force Awakens because he
0: so when you first get introduced
1: to Kylo Ren, you know, he does something that like no Jedi had ever been seen doing, right? So which seems like when he when he stops the bolt in midair.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty badass move. Yeah, that
1: was a pretty badass move. And so um and this is where kind of where I'm going to have a nitpick in the, the the last Jedi. We you know Kylo Ren put, pulling off that stunt, right, that that power with the Force, seems plausible. That seems like, you know, okay, within the realm of the Force...
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you can Force grab. I mean, yeah, what, why can't you Force hold kind yeah. of thing?
1: So it was like, that, that didn't make sense. And it was like, the fact that it's like, oh, you know what? He did that, and he did it like... I do this shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, like,
0: like very nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah. he's
1: like, I do this shit all the time. And so it made sense. So it, it like showed, it set him up already automatically like, whoa, this is definitely someone to look out for. Like, this is this is your bad dude. Like, this th- this is our new Vader, um, and he ain't no one to fuck with. So the that was, at the start of that, that made Kylo Ren, you know, a very interesting thing and the fact that he was conflicted was also cuz like when you realize okay he's he's han and leia's son and you know now you're like oh man you're more interested because okay why is he on the dark side and the fact that he's struggling with this you know like some people are like i didn't like the ten- temper tantrums i'm like yeah some of them were kind of childish but the fact that this dude is really conflicted like he idolizes his grandfather um you know he's a he, he's a skywalker uh, you know, Skywalker family. Um, so what is it, what made him turn this way? So that would made him interesting to me.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. But he, uh, him being conflicted, and then you start um, realizing that he was part of um, Luke Skywalker's uh, New Jedi Academy, and you're like, okay, they're dropping hints about his backstory and what happened yeah. and everything like that. Um, that part made it really interesting to me because going into the jedi academy you imagine that he never had like he was never tempted by the dark side right so he's been essentially the generic force user then he goes into the jedi academy starts learning the light side and then it's when he's tempted with the dark side i guess when uh in the next movie they start saying that snoke already had him or whatever like that yeah and they didn't explain how or or why or anything like that you know um and that, that i think that was a problem for me because um it, it it just it was a loop that just didn't end or didn't didn't close correctly uh that makes sense yeah um but i have, have a pro- I have a problem when it's like character development on all sides especially with like people that are supposed to be badasses uh it's like but how did you become snoke <laughs> how did you become like the leader of the first order uh, which anyway, that's gonna come. That's gonna come in my next little part. So now we're gonna go to the last Jedi section. So my problem with Last Jedi was uh, picks up right where uh, Force Awakens left off, which I thought was good because I didn't want any kind of time difference um, where magic could have happened. Right? Uh, Luke said he would teach Ray and then didn't teach her anything at all, at all. And yet she's still a badass and knows how to use the Force, right? So all he did was sit her on a fucking stone and quote-unquote teach her how to reach out to the Force and see how things were connected, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not really a teaching moment, right? It's because there's also a moment where uh, she is, uh, is essentially using a rock as a training dummy with her bow staff and you know, kind of going through the motions of fighting and exercising and things like that. And then she has the bright idea to pick up the lightsaber and practice with that, which she looks extremely clumsy and like she doesn't know what she's doing. And the whole time, Luke Skywalker is right behind her, (coughs) staring at her and does nothing. He doesn't instruct her. He doesn't do anything. And he just walks off. And that's the moment that she sees of him walking away. Excuse me. And it's... It's just it's just one of those moments where there should have been some kind of mentoring. Uh, I well, mean, like even if it was something or some kind of direction. The only thing he said to her was, "You were tempted by the dark side and you didn't even resist." And then he was instantly afraid of her. Right? I mean, he essentially in that in I, that part. I'm, I need you to get to your list so I could. Okay. On my okay. Room. Okay. Okay. So I really need. There you to was hurry that up. part yeah. also. Uh, The Rose, the character, was a completely pointless character. Uh, She absolutely played zero role in anything except stopping Finn from leaving. That's the only thing she, quote-unquote, stopped. Mm. But um, her entire um, entire story arc and also the way that she um, sabotaged Finn's self-sacrifice moment to save him and thus potentially killing everyone else. Uh, And then her quote was, this is how we win, by saving what we love and... That was complete horseshit. Freaking that, retarded. That is complete horseshit because literally, you you just potentially killed everyone that you were trying to save. Yeah. Uh, but my my real problem with that was that they were trying to push for a love for a love interest for him, and there was no other indication throughout the entire their entire interaction well, that there was. That they there sort of acknowledge
1: that too because remember when she tries to kiss him, he goes but, like, "The fuck is this?" Yeah, he was right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was kind of the acknowledged that that, that that didn't happen. Maybe someone wrote it in at the last part goes, shit, we never really hinted at this at all.
0: And again, <sighs> shitty writing, right? Yeah. Shitty writing. Um, also, Leia can now use the Force and fly through space, right. which I know you have a huge problem with this. My problem with it is that and i know, i see your face <laughs> uh my problem with it is that leia ha- has been known to be quote unquote force sensitive uh like premonition or thinking that things are going to go a certain way things like that but she has not actively used the force in a, in an actual um uh kind of force grab or force push and kind of way so to see on this magnitude this scale with no other kind of um um uh, what am I thinking, the pre, uh, I guess, no,
1: no, pre, or yeah, pre-established, or pre-established uh, yeah, yeah,
0: pre-established um, <clears throat> moments, like, it was just like, how the fuck did you just do that right now, like, yeah, we get it, you're Darth Vader's kid, but, like, n- it was never shown that you could do this now, Um, which, that was kind of a, and not only that, but also survive in space, that was kind of a problem for me uh then also poe taking command of the rescue efforts because the other commander or the new commander failed um that created an entire story arc that um was entirely pointless that created the casino scene which is pointless they went to look for a hacker who they didn't find and instead found um benicio del toro's character who he then uh, it was just it was just a Charlie Fox. Charlie Fox. Clusterfuck the entire way. Um, the best part about that was Finn's fight with Phasma. And that was it. And that was like two seconds worth. That wasn't even long. Um, but again, entirely pointless in my opinion. And uh, Snoke. Snoke should have been uh, much more badass, I think. I think he should not have gone out like a little bitch. And uh, I would have liked to have known any kind of story arc about him. And how he came to power or how he turned um Kylo Ren or things like that. But instead you saw very, very little. And uh also during that scene where Snoke dies and um Kylo Ren and uh Ray have this duel not dueling, but like um where they fight the royal guards together right, that should have been a badass scene. I thought that was horribly choreographed. It was terribly choreographed. Horribly choreographed because, uh, one... Well, uh, I think
1: that's the limitation of the actors, to be honest. Because it looked like the, the, the guardsmen who were playing the guards, they were probably very good in well versed stuntmen. I think the actors themselves were not capable of actually pulling off the cho- choreography.
0: And that makes sense because... Well, yeah, that kind of makes sense because all the action that Ray's been in has been very stiff very like non-martial art you know
1: you could tell she's not really adept at
0: this yeah which which really really hurts i think which
1: should have played no well so a good writer or a good director should have seen that like you know what she's really not good at this we should probably make this as part of her character development
0: you know if they would have done
1: that that would have been perfect that would have probably been that would have probably made her a more likable character was because ray is actually you know, despite the little girls and everyone's like, oh, we got another Ray now. Was like most people are not big Ray fans because they don't, they, they see her as, you know, this, this, you know, uh, Deus, Mach, uh, was it Deus Ex Machina where she's able to do anything she wants just because she wants to do it. And it's like, OK, whereas, you know, we're going to compare her to the, the, the lead character of the original trilogy, which is Luke, who had to struggle. You know, you saw his hero's journey throughout that but i'm i'm going to take this on a on a i'm going to i'm going to take this because i got a lot and i told you i was prepared for this podcast yeah. and you weren't listening so let's no. start <laughs> let's start at the beginning of this whole thing and understand where we we're going to break this down and why i had a problem with the movie all right so first off opening scene uh, you know now granted some people are like oh i didn't like the prank call that Poe Damron did to the uh you know, to the first order, but oh. I was like, oh, that was. Oh, I thought a pretty, that was great. Yeah, that was a pretty good thing. But here's the thing: Leia was wrong. Leia was wrong from the beginning. Not only was Poe did Poe lead an uh, an effective assault when they brought in the Dreadnought. Okay, you you had a chance to kill it, had destroy that this weapon, this enemy weapon. She should have supported that wholeheartedly because. That is a weapon that's continue, that's going to continue to chase you, right? Right. So let's really be honest. So if we if let's go if we go with the whole thing, uh, oh yeah. And if you guys didn't know already, spoilers. If they are the first order is able to track them the light space um, through uh, uh, hyperspace or you know,
0: yeah, track um, through hyperspace. Yeah,
1: they are. Um, uh, they, if that d- dreadnought showed up to chase them, game over. Because I yeah, already d- said the d- dreadnought was like one of the, you know, one of the baddest ships in the first order's
0: uh, art, you know, fleet. Yeah, I think they called it a fleet killer.
1: Yeah, so it'd have been game over. So Poe had a way to destroy this thing to save the fleet. Yeah, it's gonna take heavy damages because it's a heavy target. It's a high-risk target, and it's a high-value target. So any good commander worth their salt is going to be like, hey, this is probably going to be one of those calculated risks. Now, let's talk about this scene, the assault on the uh, uh, on the Dreadnought. One, uh, when are you going to learn to fly in formation where if one ship gets blown up, it's not close enough to another ship to get blown up also? That, that gave me some problems.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's military tactics. And mm, well, that's something that I'm just going to give to them because they're trying to build the drama factor. Nah, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm going to do. I am not giving them
1: any military... I am not giving them any mean, the, the, They should they're,
0: have plenty plenty of resources uh, on how that would actually uh, theoretically turn out because, I mean, we don't know about space battles. but Theoretically, I mean, theoretically hey, no, you don't want these guys to be in this kind of formation because if this guy goes down and he goes, he falls this way, he's going to create a domino effect and take out your entire fucking bombers.
1: So, and here's another thing, gravity in space. (laughs) All right. So the bombers, the bombers, you know, I know they've, there've been some, uh, uh, trying to explain it away after the movie came out and after the criticism came. But when you watch the movie, what they're trying to say doesn't make sense. So, the bombers come, when they get in range, they open their bombs' doors, and they release the bombs, and the bombs fall out of the ship.
0: With gravity.
1: With gravity and fall towards the dreadnought.
0: Holy shit, I did not even think about that.
1: Yes, they <laughs> fall with gravity. I told you I was prepared for this, right? So they fall. I'm like, okay, where the hell do you get gravity in space? They weren't that close to a planet that gravity would affect them like that, like they were in an atmosphere. So the bombs are falling out. Now, they're trying to say, oh, they're magnetic. It was like, well, why didn't they magnetize to the other ships that are around them? They went, all of them went straight to the dreadnought. So you had the gravity in space, all right, and people falling and, you know, okay, the gravity in ships, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so we had that. Um, When the ships were getting destroyed, right, notice when they're flying, they're flying and boom, they get blown up. They dive down they start falling down
0: right yeah yeah, yeah. like they're uh, in gravity holy shit man my, my entire glass glass ceiling has now been shattered like yeah. i can't look at that anymore so like the same that way. was
1: one leia was wrong leia was wrong leia should have took the advantage to back poe up and destroy the dreadnought because if the dreadnought caught up with them that's the end of the shit that's the end of the fleet and as you find out later, they can they can track them. So now moving on to the next part, of which I thought was <clears throat> retarded, uh, and I'm going to use that word a lot. So the whole premise, the whole main plot, or main main uh, uh, form of tension uh, for this movie was the fact that the uh, the resistance finds out that they can be tracked through hyperspace. And um, so, and they're running out of fuel. So their big (laughs) plan (laughs) was we're going to stay outside the range of the Star Destroyer, you know, the main battle cruiser's guns until we can figure out a way out of this, right? Now, they mentioned this. It doesn't make sense, but they mentioned it to try to CYA, but they go... If we get out too far, they're gonna pull their fighters back. Why? Oh, because they won't have supports of the guns. That that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. Because you've seen the fighters able to do damage enough to their to their cruisers, you know, enough to take them down. So cause it yeah, the shields were the shields were non-consistent in this. In some scenes, you would see the fighters fire on or, or even the ships take fire, and the shields would, would absorb the shock. But then, for instance, when um, when, uh, when we were going to get to the Mary Poppins scene, there was no shields at all. So the shields were very inconsistent in this thing. Um, but it didn't make sense that the, this whole movie was about, oh, we're going to fly just out of range of their guns and while, you know while our fuel is dwindling down and we're gonna hatch
0: this plan. Now, now to to kind of clarify that, they were they weren't going at warp speed. They were just moving at like normal, Not full throttle speed. speed for them. But there was, another plot hole for that is that just because it's full speed for that cruiser doesn't mean that the giant fucking one behind them could couldn't go, go a little faster. Bit faster. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause that didn't even make a sense. Like, wait a minute. They've never really established that they could actually outrun these other ships. And I'm pretty sure if, you know, the other ships were presumably fu- uh, presumably, fully fueled, why didn't they just try to go faster and close in or, or just send freaking fighters to harass them? Enough that they use up their energy, break their shields down, destroy their engines. They're going to fall back enough time, you know, uh, enough so that they could get into the range of the guns and blow them up. Because what we did have is like, it was just a like waiting game like, oh, we're running out of fuel. We're falling back. All right, evacuate. And then the, the First Order blows up that ship. But that is the main point of tension during this movie. So we get to uh, the Mary Poppin scene. Um, Kylo Ren comes in he's about he senses his mother on the ship and he's about to blow the bridge but at the last moment he can't do it but another TIE fighter comes in and blows the bridge which kills Admiral Akbar off screen you don't even get to see him die you know Mr. It's a Trap and some people go well what was his contribution he led the assault on a Death Star you stupid mother Alright. So
0: He he is a he's an established character in he's the a, in the timeline.
1: Exactly. All right. Yeah, he's more than it's a trap. Remember, he was commanding that assault. Anyway. Mm. So
0: also I think uh Rogue One he made an appearance, right? As one of the leaders of the assault on the on the uh the planet with the shield around it. I forget the, the name of it. Anyway, anyway. So God. he is an established character, and he died without any kind of uh, no ceremony. They're just yeah.
1: like, oh, in passing. Oh, you know, fish guy, he died. But this goes to the next scene that you know, one where we you know already brought up is the Mary Poppins scene. So in this scene, Leia is floating in space, and it's sad and it's tragic, and you see her starting to ice over, and you're knowing it's coming to the end. And I think it was more sad and tragic as we know. Excuse me. In real life, Carrie Fisher passed away.
0: Yeah, and I think that that would have been a great moment to say, "All right, cool. That was the moment. That, you know, we that don't Leia. That Leia is no, longer, Leia is with no longer with us." Because the way they led up to it made you think that, that that's how it was going to be. Lead. Yeah, and then the fact that essentially they they brought her back.
1: Yeah. So when it seemed like all hope is lost, Leia opens her eyes and she reaches out to the forest, and she flies.
0: Mary Poppins style through space to the airlock. They open the airlock and then she she's safe. She's safe and she collapses and goes into a coma.
1: So the thing I have a problem with that is so where I mentioned that, yes, it's good to see new force abilities. But from what we knew of the force um, from the 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 movies and everything, Came up, and I'll, I'll even put in like the cartoons and stuff like that. All the things that we know that are canon leading up to this point has never said, Hey, you know what you can do if you're a Jedi? You could fly through space, you could survive in space. Now, you know, you, we could come up with a lot of, you know, I guess we're there's going to be the, the source of debate amongst, uh, amongst the uh, geeks and nerds for a long time, but. I don't know. It just seemed, and and two, that was like a weirdly shot scene. It just looked.
0: It was a roller coaster of emotions.
1: Yeah. It just looked like a really w- weirdly shot scene. So you had that. Then we get to, then this is where I, I, I personally think where uh, a lot of the stupidity, uh, I don't want to keep saying that, but a lot of the inconsistencies in the movies, uh that just didn't make sense come in but uh while while this is going on we're gonna i'm gonna jump real quick over to the luke and ray situation one why i didn't like why luke skywalker didn't um work in this okay so a lot of people try to explain away that luke you know oh well you know obi-wan went into hiding and yoda went into hiding And I'm like, um, there were kind of different situations because one, you had Order 66 out. So they were actively being hunted, all right? Actively being hunted. So that is why they went into hiding. And two, they were also going into hiding to protect Luke and Leia. Remember, Obi-Wan was there also to look over Luke until he was ready to fight uh, the Empire, right? Uh, And you know and leia was given to the organos so it wasn't it's not the same thing luke luke where where is yoda and obi-wan went into hiding to save and prepare to fight the resistance luke abandoned his friends luke abandoned everybody and ran away
0: yeah i get that i i get i i noticed that and um I didn't agree with it either, but uh after they had the flashback sequences and they showed that he feared um he feared becoming you know to the dark side and all that. And then when the, when they showed that he actually cut himself off from the forest completely, which it has its has its precedence, uh that that made me a little bit more um accepting of that. Yeah. Because I was like not here. Yeah. I was just like you know, I was like, he was scared. He didn't want to, you know, in the sense of the father, he didn't want to do that. And now, um, you know, he he's trying to at least kind of achieve the balance because he didn't want to go over to the dark side. So he's taking himself out of the equation.
1: So it wasn't even so much about going to the dark side. So let's let's look at what what caused you know Kylo. So the, one of the good high uh, good points I'll point out about the the Last Jedi is that it gave you a story of why why. Um, Ben Solo uh, went over to the dark side, what helped push him to go seek the dark side. And and that was uh, Luke was telling the story that he sensed the dark side rising and and Ben Solo and um, not wanting to deal with it. He sneaks into his room and he was going to kill Ben Solo, his nephew, in his sleep. Now... They also say that, you know, he 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 doesn't do it. He he doesn't do it. He act, but he actually you know uh lit up his lightsaber. He had it ready and then came to his senses and 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 turned it off, but by that time Ben saw that what he was going to do
0: and retaliated. Well, he even uh Luke Skywalker even stated, you know, for a split second, you know, he he had that thought like i could just stop this now you know and and then he immediately regretted it um and i think that illustrated nicely actually the constant struggle between the light and the dark you know and how easy it was to slip into the dark um but again that was only kind of a very very small moment of that so it, it didn't really expand or um yeah it didn't really execute well after that It
1: didn't really execute. Like, it was good that it gave Kylo Ren some more of a backstory so you could understand where he came from. I think it really was a mischaracterization of Luke Skywalker and, two, for him to run away from his friends, you know. And and when I say friends, remember, he abandoned his sister in this as well. So he abandoned his sister, his brother-in-law, or, you know, and, of course, he was about to to (laughs) kill his nephew. So... He he cuts himself off, but, you know, he's talking about cutting himself off, but he goes to a Jedi temple, you know, a sacred Jedi area. You know, he didn't go to, like, in the middle of nowhere. Think about this. He runs away because he doesn't want to be around the Jedi anymore, but he goes to a sacred Jedi area. Yep. All right? So that that kind of makes you weird. And I'm, I'm not even going to go, like, I don't even know how to explain the blue milk and... Uh, the fishing oh and, uh, well
0: i i get that that's just like survival like i'll, I'll just be like okay that's the national ha- or the natural habitat and I, that's how he survives i think okay cool relief. a lot of, there was a lot of slapstick humor that I, I that i thought was funny but i was like i don't want this in my movie
1: well no because like the, the scene so i will tell you a part of the one of the parts i liked was when you know ray is um you know when they cut back to ray holding out the lightsaber to luke and you know and he just tossed it and he grabs it and he just tossed it i thought that was pretty cool no i thought
0: that was great actually cuz i was, that was that's awesome. exactly what i wanted to see actually you know i wanted to see him be like and yeah <laughs> which what do you want go so, away
1: so the thing though know, so i don't think that you know when i when, and when i say this, this this doesn't seem like the luke skywalker we know um and i think a lot of people hell even mark hamill himself had a problem way Luke he, was portrayed. He, he in did,
0: and now afterwards, I can see that because you know, after playing, um, okay, so after playing Battlefront two, like 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 the nerd that I am, and seeing his uh, his contribution uh, contribution to the story, uh, Luke uh, Skywalker, you see a very kind of, um, um, very balanced uh, individual. And he's just like, I'm kind of bipartisan in this, you know, like I didn't kill you guys because you didn't shoot at me. So I don't really care about you kind of thing Mm -hmm. as the, the sense that I got from his character. Um, but to see, um, to see also in the books that I've read, like, you know, all this is now non-canon, which I fucking hate. Um, like in the Thrawn trilogy, where he had a very, um, uh, a, again, a very balanced demeanor. You know, he had, in, in that trilogy, you had Mara Jade, who was trying to kill him the entire time. Mm-hmm. And he was very nonchalant about it. He was like, well, you can kill me whenever See, now, you want. Now but you're
1: about to make me go on a different
0: tangent. I know, no, 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 no. we're going to stay on this one. But essentially, you have all that character development that led up to this point, and now all of a sudden, because of this one incident, he shut himself off, and then, like you said, goes into the Jedi Temple then what happens at the jedi temple the jedi uh um outpost or whatever cuz well, i also had a problem with the yoda yeah. cameo and i was just like no other force spirit has has shown themselves to be so powerful as to call down lightning
1: yeah you know and it just so that was another thing too because you know maybe maybe and and i'm i'm actually taking a stretch with this one that this is a ha- a callback to when uh, Kenobi said in the first one, "If you strike me down, I'll rise more powerful than you ever imagined." But then that also makes you wonder, what's the downside to being a Jedi ghost? Like, why don't you just
0: why doesn't all Jedi become just ghosts? Become and ghosts and
1: be- if you can still do it? Like, yo, I'm a ghost, but look at this motherfucker, uh, oh, lightning bitch. You know, it doesn't. It, it should have. It, it does. That doesn't kind of make sense. Like, if if the if being the ghost form of you know a former Jedi is that powerful and can do that, then yeah, there, no Jedi should ever fear dying and and coming back as a uh, as a ghost because they're gonna like look, motherfucker, I still run shit around here, you know.
0: Well, not just dying, but like the body evaporating. Yeah. like that's always kind of like eluded me. Like I got it with um with Obi Wan and Yoda. And now even Luke, but um, and when they um, when they did that with uh Anakin, Darth Vader, yeah, like he didn't he evap- didn't he yeah. he like he just came back as his younger self.
1: Yeah, well he was older, and then in the well,
0: well that's what I'm talking about. Like his the, ghost came back, and he was like from Episode three or something like that, like before he turned. No,
1: so in there, yeah, but that was the, that was on the special editions.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's canon. It's yeah. there. It's it's there. Yeah, thank
1: thanks lucas um yeah so all right again getting, getting back to this getting back to the crappy stuff so the uh another part that another part so getting back to 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 the fleet and their and their situation meanwhile back at the fleet so we're introduced to uh who is lovingly referred to as purple held purple haired bitch um uh vice admiral holdo now this then this is another reason why i don't give her i don't give them any pass on the whole military aspect is because now holdo is supposed to be this outstanding commander like you know oh my god you know the stuff that legends are you know are going to be talked about and everything like that well i'm sorry she became the most inept commander out there so, so first and foremost um she goes in and she talks down Poe she dresses down Poe right and uh to me that scene was kind of a little bit odd because this is at a moment this is at a critical moment this is where when you're coming in and you're taking on leadership you need to start rallying your troops you need to get your your all hands on deck like this is not like this is you didn't have the you don't have the pleasure of just coming in and like, you know, trying to get a feel from the troops, trying to get a consensus, you know, and all that. And, and, and as you know, I was a military commander. Um, I did. I had to go and, you know, and, and I was a leader and, and at wartime. So I'm familiar with what it's like to come in and grab troops and, you know, and have to put them in harm's way and the the way she went about this was kind of it was kind of weird it just seemed to me the scene was about i'm going to show him you know i it's time to show you know the man that i'm in charge and you know blah 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 and i was like okay it's cool to get your your subordinate leaders in line but you don't do that by making them being antagonistic from the start um Because this is what eventually led to other problems in the film. So she dresses down Poe, and she stays the course. She stays the course that was set before she took over, right? We're going to stay out of range until we figure this out. But in all the while, she's supposed to be hatching this plan, a plan that she didn't seem to brief her main commanders, her you know her high-ranking, and Poe is you know a lot of people have been arguing that about this. No, Poe is a high-ranking officer in the Resistance. He is not a peon. He's not some pilot. First of all, he's a pilot, and if going even by our standards uh, in the, in the military, all pilots uh, who are U.S. military, all pilots are officers. All pilots. There are no. They're either warrant or they're gonna be uh commissioned officers yep right you don't have uh you you don't really have enlisted uh pilots so that automatically he is he is someone that needs to be brought into the fold. the fact that she didn't do that ultimately led to the failure
0: of her plan especially when um when he came to her asking what the plan was yep and that was like you should tell him you should tell him you should tell him that you have this in control and then yeah and then from there just kind of either blew up or spiraled down roll right however you want to say it so again
1: that was one of the problems i had and then we have finn waking up so finn wakes up from his a coma his uh coma from the last movie um and what a, a very weird scene of him running around in a plastic suit but uh, the thing I didn't like about this too, um, is that a very very big thing in this movie, and it was kind of a theme, um, was that all the men were either evil, inept, cowards, you know, in some way. And even with all their flaws, they tried to, they tried to push that, you know, oh, well, well all, all, all these women were right. And reason I this is one reason I say so, when Finn wakes up, he his first thought is to go find Ray. Where's right. Ray? You know, he's gonna go find Ray. And so while he's going to the hatch, he encounters Rose. Rose. Yeah. So, um, first of all, uh, I don't believe in uh, beauty at any size. Uh, I think that's bullshit. Uh, I think the idea that we want uh, to push uh, plus-size or chunky-ass people and pretend that they look good is retarded. Um, But that sums up Rose. Her sister, Asian hottie, Rose... Uh, not so much, but we're supposed to push that because we're supposed to show that we're more diverse and accepting, and I really don't give a fuck about that.
0: Speaking of diverse and accepting, why why do you believe that Rose was cast the way she was? So there's
1: many theories about this, but the one um, I heard that seems to make the most sense is that they uh, wanted to... So, China is actually the biggest consumer of movies outside the United States, and one of the things that they wanted to do was make sure that this appealed to a Chinese market. So they had an Asian, they added an Asian um, to the cast. But the problem with that, and I know Americans have a problem with this, but <laughs> and sometimes Asians as well, to be honest, um, the, they, the actress, I believe she's not Chinese, she's Vietnamese
0: and there's a huge rivalry between the two
1: yeah and th- those those are not the same so um that some people have speculated that that's also another reason why this has not been doing as well as it should in china um but again it's only a theory not no i don't have any hard evidence against that anyway so Rose comes up and it shows, you know, she basically zaps Finn as being a coward trying to run away and yada, yada, yada. But the thing I didn't like about another reason, another aspect of Rose that that was seemed sort of weird where in this Mary Sue syndrome tries to keep going is the fact that um, the the First Order has this way of tracking, you know, the ships through through hyperspace, through their light speed. Um, they don't know how to do it. They don't know know how they're doing it. But she comes up with a way to stop it.
0: Well, she instantly knew the basics of how they would have to do it, right? Yeah. Like, instantly, like, oh, they have to do it this way. And then the only way to do that is because this ship would have to do it and blah, 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 blah. We have to do it in this process, blah, blah, blah. To where she essentially had it all figured out. And... There was n- no, like, if if you had it all figured out, why couldn't you just do something from your end or?
1: Yeah, well, and it's and and it, and that that's a problem, you know, and that's kind of like the the, the 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 Star Trek syndrome as well at times, like for the older one, where you would get something is like, oh, we've never encountered this before, but instantly we found a way to deal with it, and it's like that. No, that doesn't even make sense. That's that's kind of stupid. So we go, and this leads, this whole thing leads with her, and, and then Poe, po, Finn, and Rose hatched his scheme to go find a code breaker that's on a casino planet um, so that he could get them past the shields and they can disable the the tracking device. It was about 30 <laughs> or 45 minutes of the movie that could have just
0: been... Cut out. Well, not not just that. Like you could have kept that, and then actually did some character development in that role. You know, the the entire Casino Royale esque, uh, you know, horse racetrack type scene. Pointless. The entire thing was pointless. The yeah. entire thing was pointless.
1: It was the whole thing was pointless because you really didn't, you know, going. It just, it 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 was it was Finn getting a a a a sociology lesson from Rose. Oh, this is where they grew up. They kept us and da-da-da-da. like no one gets no, a No, no,
0: it was uh these these people are powerful because they're profiting they're off of off of the uh, off of the war, war. Which the Benicio del Toro character, I actually liked his character. Yeah, yeah, because he was the real guy on there. He was like the oh I could help you. Oh no, you don't want it. Okay, I'll leave. Right, so he got yeah. out of the cell. And then you know, like a true kind of rogue s character, he he got he stole his own, or he stole the uh the ship, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, and then he essentially explained to them that, oh yeah, the person who the ship belonged to was sailing to both sides, so don't think that anyone's at fault like these guys aren't supplying our enemy they're supplying everyone yeah so you know and don't you're hating on them because the, the, the they're thing making was, money yeah you're hating on because they're making money it was a
1: sort of little jab at the rich like oh, these people are rich well not here. just the
0: rich i think it was also a jab at like the military industrial complex yeah. maybe i'm getting a little bit too deep in that but yeah, a little, it was a, it was just you know the warmongering and the profiteering off of war and Anyway, but I feel like that was more of a like that entire scene the entire section of the movie was just a social yeah, statement like yeah. it was just it no, was we could have done without oh we could oh man there could have been so much more character development there yeah. could have been so much more so story development
1: uh, uh, ugh! so here's the ultimate thing and 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 granted uh, let's be honest the the theme of the 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 last Jedi is failure that's the overarching theme of this this whole movie is failure
0: it is yeah,
1: and now don't get it wrong like the, the in the even previous trilogies, the second movie was always that part where there was some downfall like the 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 you know the rebellion got knocked down a notch you know the everyone got there was some there was some downfall there was something that brought everyone down, and then the last movie was where you know Everything was brought back up, yeah, it's like it, the
0: uh the underdog story right, so yeah. it but that's good though like that for story wise that's good because it it creates a uh a dilemma in the overar in the overarching story that the protagonists have to overcome or you know they have to beat the odds kind of thing, but it was just uh, the entire thing was just really poorly written i think so
1: now we're, we're gonna start wrapping this up and where where the other nonsense comes from so um i mean we can go by, by the uh how the the you, you buy your shield and slices but uh <laughs> so they all find you know they get there they fail to do the missions, they get captured and all that stuff like that blah blah, blah and we get to phasma 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 phasma
0: man I was really hoping for uh, bringing Tars to uh, to 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 be an awesome character.
1: What a waste! Yeah, a waste of a character, a waste of a scene. That was and and for the build up they gave her, you know, the for the build up they gave Phasma, they just they 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 undersold it, and it's just like it. Well now I undersold it. They just did nothing with it. Especially,
0: especially in the first movie, like there was no defining moment for her. There, yeah. sh- all she did was act like a commander by saying that she, by quote unquote taking charge of someone, and then she, when she was taken hostage, she completely complied. There was absolutely yeah, she zero. Rebellion. She immediately rolled over. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So the ending, getting to get into the end part. So the Holdos. uh and I could we could talk about her sacrifice and all that, but that's not. But her 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 plan, which was funny, because once once uh, uh Poe and we we skipped the mutiny and everything else, but once Poe found out what the plan was, all right, he had no problem with it. He went along. Bitch, he should have done that from the start.
0: Which means that there would have been no casino scene.
1: Exactly, and their plan would have succeeded because the only reason that her plan failed. Is because of the
0: scoundrel. Yeah, sold D- him out. DJ
1: ended up being, um, you know, he sold him out to the first order. So we get on the uh, we get on the uh, planet that's supposed to be the snow planet that we're supposed to remember for Empire Strikes Back, but it's not snow; it's salt, and it bleeds because the, the ground is red. It's Hoth, by the way. and The snow yeah. planet was yes, Hoth. Hoth. I was gonna say. So now we get to the next part that I think is stupid. So they they get to the base, they bring down the walkers and everything like that, and you know they get some land speeders and they're gonna they're they're, they're gonna fight them off because the uh, first order brings down a um uh, a weapon that will blow the doors off of the rebel base and effectively be able to go in and slaughter everyone inside. And Finn is about to sacrifice himself to take out this weapon and effectively save everybody or at least buy them time to, you know, come up with something. But in the very last minute, Rose knocks him out of the way and saves him and she delivers the retarded line, which doesn't make sense because you just stopped him from destroying the thing that was going to keep, was going to help the bad guys kill everyone that you supposedly care about. It's like that didn't even make sense at all. So now to the sweet part of the movie was
0: Luke appearing. Oh yeah, I didn't even get to that part. But we'll we'll go ahead and push yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was the sweet part of the movie. And, you know, the whole Luke Skywalker there and you know, and he gets out and I like when he gets blasted and the dust settles and he actually brushes it off and you're like this is what we've been waiting for. Like he's a badass. We're like, oh, Luke Skywalker is back, and oh, there's going to be the showdown with Kylo Ren. And uh, it was okay, but it, it 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 sort of was kind of a letdown because it was another way to show that uh, Ray, um, And she's going to be the next, you know, she's going to be the next Jedi, um, you know, because she's able to get Luke is basically buying time for them to get to the tunnels to get out. Ray, you know, saves everybody by, you know, clearing a platform or using the force, and they loads everybody in the Falcon and they fly away. Now, um, and for some reason, this whole thing that, that you know, Luke dies, it doesn't even make sense why he was like, "Oh, he, he, he strained himself, R- really?
0: Yeah, I, d- I didn't get that part either. Yeah, like, like he, like it wasn't like Yoda, like he wasn't old. Yeah, he wasn't you know? like
1: super old like Yoda.
0: Like you know, he was in well shape because in, in the in the the early montage when he was getting everything yeah, ready, he was fishing and doing over all that. places. And yeah, he was very healthy, you know. Yeah. So I didn't get that part either, but I felt like they just rushed to close that loop or stop yeah, that arc. We got to get rid of Skywalker,
1: so he dies. Yeah. Um, and then. So in another part where, you know, so in the end, flying off you see that uh uh Ray has the, the books from the Jedi Temple. So and everyone's like, Oh yeah, so she's gonna rebuild the Jedi Order and all that and I had a problem with that. So as a as a, a lifetime martial artist and, and and researcher and historian, sort of like that, I have a lot of books, a lot of books on martial arts, um and in various languages. I mean in old and even some old um uh, uh, Japanese uh, makimono and dinsho and and even uh, um, some old Chinese books. Um, and I could tell you this, you can't learn from books.
0: No, not like a martial art or an entire ideology.
1: Yeah, you can't learn. You need someone to teach
0: you. You need a mentor. Mm-hmm. And they might bring up one in the, in the next movie. We don't know, but... But again, if they bring up a new person who has all this knowledge and has n- no kind of um history in the storyline and it's just going to be like another snoke, but like n- uh but uh With only but one or, movie. but lightside? Yeah. No, but like that would be horrible. That would be horrible writing. That would be hor- like it like the entire plot would break, I feel like, because, you know, you're essentially just starting to throw elements into this pie hoping that it bakes right. And, you know, it's you're not doing the story, much less your fans, you're not doing the story justice. Like, as a story in general, not just Star Wars, but it just doesn't make fucking sense.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and that that's basically my breakdown. And, and now, I actually skipped over some parts because, you know, for the sake of time and brevity, but there are, there are several little things that just, you know, that kind of like, didn't really, so for instance, you know, Snoke, the death of Snoke. Um, to me was one of the like most anti and wo- and poorly written thing because it seems like the people forgot like i think i really think they were like throwing throwing things to the wall and seeing what stuck because the for kylo ren to kill snoke he manipulates ray lightsaber that's sitting next to him to turn and then he activates it using the force and it, it penetrates him and then he pulls it forward, which bisects him, cuts him in half. It's so much wrong with that. One, um, it's been established all throughout Star Wars canon that someone who is very force sensitive knows when someone else is using the force, right? Yeah. So, as powerful as Snoke was, you know, what we were led to believe Snoke was. How did he not know that Kylo Ren was manipulating the lightsaber when he knew when Ray was trying to use the force to get the lightsaber? You know, why wouldn't he have been like, hey, um, I feel, you know, someone using the force around here. Uh, what the hell's going on? Oh, that, man, R- Kylo, stop. You know, it just seems like it seemed like one for him to be that powerful. And they're like, oh, he was distracted. Distracted my
0: ass. No, no, he was not distracted. And my problem with that is that the the fight that should have happened between the two of them, Ray and um, or well, the the fight that should have happened, uh, Ray and Kylo versus Snoke like those two versus Snoke, that would have been a really good fight. If they would have... That would also actually, make more sense. It would have made a great sense because then, let's say, you know, obviously they would have killed him in like legitimate combat, not being sneaky like that. Yeah. And we wouldn't be talking about it right now except probably how awesome it was. Yeah. Uh, well, it, semi because... Well, no, because the choreography. The choreography. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then the Royal Guards jump in, right? And yeah. then you'll have to fight the Royal Guards. And that could have been easily two fantastic fight scenes uh two you know both good to look at and it could have showed off uh character and combat progression in both of the characters mm. i mean you it, it could have you could have shown something but instead it it seemed uh, the execution of snoke seemed uh seemed unplanned almost like like the writers just wrote it in um uh, to where it was like we we only have 5 seconds to execute him he's dead um, and it it just wasn't uh I don't know like again, there could be so many good things to say if there were good things to say.
1: You no, know, I well you know what I will give a good another good thing to say. The the movie looks beautiful.
0: Um, oh yeah, it's visually, like visually yeah.
1: yeah, visually it looks like a very good mute movie, and that's pretty much where I'm gonna end with my good things about this. movie. Okay,
0: I mean ah, <sighs> man like so. Do you have anything else? I know you have a lot, but do you oh, have anything have else lot, to, uh, that but, you want to? But tip to wrap it up now? for
1: the time, I I think you know I I hit the major points I wanted to hit about why I dislike this movie and why why I think it was not a good it to me. It's just not a good Star Wars movie. It is not not to fit in not fit into the 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 the, the pre established lore.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I, th- I know that they were trying to start with the clean slate and everything, but if they would have done that. Um, if they would have set that up a little bit better and ended the, the all the 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 questions and lose loo- ties because you didn't even get to uh uh raise parentage oh, yeah. and stuff like that or what they what Kylo Ren says which I don't I think that's bullshit like I have my own theory on that but um you know you have that and it's just like that doesn't make any fucking sense like and if that why? is the case if
1: that is, if that is the case and what they say what Kylo Ren says about her parents is true. That makes Ray look even worse.
0: It really does, but, uh, but I mean that would fit in with the "quote unquote" chosen one theory, where it doesn't matter what your parentage is, that you are of, um, of you are the chosen one, and then you would bring the one to balance to the force. But that's an entirely different. Um, she wasn't born of
1: the Middle Chlorines.
0: She wasn't. <laughs> 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 that took me a second. I was like, "Oh shit, what is that?" Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so as you can see, us here at DOG, uh we thought it looked great. Uh four K, ten eighty, IMAX. It looks fantastic. Uh once you dig deeper into the story of the Last Jedi, um It sucks. It's it sucks. It's it's full of plot holes, it's full of um uh just um what is the word continuity issues? Yeah. You know,
1: it's very inconsistent. very,
0: very inconsistent. And that's the thing is, you know, once you start thinking of how things should go or what, what, uh, what characters, I don't want to say should be doing because in that you, you presume things about the characters and how they should be written, but you have the stereotypical roles and how these type of characters often progress. And maybe they're going for something new on trying to break that mold. But, um, You do you don't do it as dramatically as they did because it just doesn't make sense, you know. Um, Like Ray is a flawed character from her inception. Uh, Kylo Ren is probably the best person I can see right now. Uh, In the in no Kylo Ren and Finn, they are the they are the my my two favorites right now. Poe is up there as well. Yeah, Uh, Poe would probably, uh, but he just doesn't get enough um, screen time. I think. I think he has a really. Uh, Really good story arc, though, Uh, being kind of like the the fly boy who is quote-unquote kind of banished and then comes back again as uh, the savior or he wants to be the savior and they keep kind of pulling him back a little bit. But, it's um, it's just, uh, man, like I'm going to have to keep watching the movie to just find all the shit that's wrong with it. And you kind of like broke my glass ceiling when it comes to uh, the gravity and space piece. Like I didn't even like notice that when I was watching it, and now I'm just like, "Kikatsu," you know, what the yes. fuck, man? It's uh, uh, it just doesn't make any other kind of sense, um, especially how the how the bombers were using like like World War II style bombers, yeah. where you're just like cluster bombing all the shit, and uh, uh and I, and that
1: was another thing too. i love another thing that got me is like choice and weapons. I was like, wait a minute, we've established you have these. Torpedoes. You have these all these long range weapons. I was like, why the fuck do we have bombers for spaceships? For spaceships. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I I think they were trying to equate it more to to what we currently know. But really, yeah. you know, an Not entire well. universe was established that you can you, play around. You
1: it. you've seen bombers. You've seen um uh, you've seen them use gravity based weapons and the other Star Trek films, but they were on a planet they weren't in space so uh remember when they were looking for um the millennium falcon when they were in the hole you mean they, uh, you mean
0: the star wars ones because you said star trek earlier oh i'm sorry star I, I started star wars thinking
1: yeah when an uh, empire they were looking for the Millennium so falcons they were actually bombing the, the asteroid right the asteroid yeah, yeah. no i, I or, like the i get that asteroid, you know yeah like, when that worm
0: came out like can, yeah yeah whatever um no, I, I get that. I get that part. and um, it's just really hard to um, to wrap my head around how many issues I have with this movie, um, when there is already so much continuity and so much uh, backstory to pull from. You know, you're already in this world. there's already so many pre-established p- parameters. The fact that you they veered so far off that is uh it's wild to me like I don't yeah. understand especially when they when uh, now they're owned by Disney so Disney don't tell me Disney doesn't have good storytellers you yeah. know um, and the fact that like they they couldn't draw from one military uh, consultants or any any other kind of consultant that would have given them more realistic views because yeah we know it's space travel we know it's in a galaxy far far away but when you start making it unrealistic in our eyes, you lose all faith.
1: Yeah, especially when you deal with a bunch of vets.
0: Oh, especially then, yeah. All right, so I guess let's. I guess this is a good point time to wrap it up. It is. It is, and I'm gonna take one last drink because I I think I have a I think I had like two or three drops of whiskey left, maybe. Nah, maybe like a half a drop. That was pointless. Uh, Anyway, so thank you guys for joining us at the DOG, and we will see you next time.